The JLab JBuds line has something for everyone. Like the JBuds Mini, the smallest earbud on the market by a major brand. Fits on your keychain. Perfect for on the go. They come in five amazing colors. Or the JBuds Air Sport. True wireless sport earbuds that have a secure fit, are sweatproof, and have be aware mode that allow you to exercise while still being aware of your surroundings. With over 44 hours of playtime, they help you conquer the hardest workouts. Use the code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit jlab.com to find your kind of tech. Superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. With over 122 million parts at eBay guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Plus, with prices that don't break the bank, you can stay on your A-game. I mean, come on, guys. What's not to love? Well, the parts you need at the prices you want, it's so easy to bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The Volume. What up, y'all? It's Tiva from Snaps, presented by FanDuel. Now, we're a college football show, but... I'm a massive NBA fan. Now, I'm a Pelicans fan, which could be a trying existence at times. And well, the news about Zion's been no fun lately, but whatever. I love the NBA, right? And if you love the NBA, there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. But why, T-Bob? Well, the app is safe, secure, it's easy to use. Uh, FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and you know stuff going on all the time. Uh, when you win, very importantly, you get paid fast. And FanDuel has lots of ways to play, okay? Spread, money line, over-unders, totals, player props, individual same-game parlays, multi-game parlays. It's all there with the live betting. It doesn't matter if you're running up late. You got to your party late. You're hanging out with the fellas, the girlfriends, whatever the point is. Live betting, I mean, you can jump right in, you can bet with your friends, and you too can be cheering for these same things. So, what are you waiting for, okay? Download the FanDuel app today, and let's start to make every moment more with FanDuel. Promo code SNAPS. Yo, what's happening, everyone? Brum, I just moved the last second to reframe me, Brum, get it? What's up, y'all? Welcome into a brand new edition of Snaps. Back from uh, my vacation, back from Disney after a 13-hour ride home yesterday with three kids under five. We're feeling good today. Happy birthday to my five-year-old as it is her birthday today. Uh, This is Snaps, your favorite daily college football podcast where we talk all things college football i am one of your hosts t bob a bear joined by qb1 mr aaron murray Aaron, what's up dude uh the 13 hours in a minivan with three kids under the age of five sounds like a nightmare for for those in the chat i'm sure uh can agree with that that's why i'm getting snipped after two so i have to worry yep. about it so that's first off second off you look good t bob there's nothing like coming back 
from a good feel trip good. to the happiest place on earth. Yep. And uh, you just feel better about life. You got some good color. You're not as white as you usually are. Got a little no, bit a little tan, tan there in that Florida sunshine. Yeah, you look good. Seem very happy uh, as well. I, Who I, I don't the trip more. Who enjoyed the trip more, T Bob? You or the kids? Because I know you hmm. love T Disney World. It's tough to say. And it's funny because, like, you know, I went through the thing that I think a lot of privileged, I should say, kids go through where, you know, growing up, Disney was awesome when I was little. But then I was, you know, I kind of fancied myself a little too old for it, right? I wanted to go to Universal. I wanted to ride roller coasters. I wanted to do the, you know, Disney didn't have a lot for me. So it's only in like having kids again that I fully rediscovered my love. And I don't know, man, something about me and my wife, it's, I, you know, I don't got any shame. Yeah. I'll admit it. We kind of became, you know, while, while the kids are this young, we have given ourselves over to we are going to be Disney people. Uh, and that's okay. And that's okay. Okay. Um, it's okay to be a Disney person. Live your truth. I don't want, I don't want anybody to hide their passions mm -hmm. under a bushel. Okay. So I'm not going to either anymore. I think Epcot beers are top three greatest beers in the entire world. Okay. I, I, I said it the other day on the show, I'll say it again to me, the best part in this all, I'm not, I don't want to be too serious or emotional here. Cause you know me, I'm just here to make like vaguely sexual innuendo and absurd metaphors that don't really make sense, but are wrapped up in pseudo intellectualism. So like, I don't want to get too far outside of my shtick here, but I like the best part is being present. You're present there with your yeah. family. It's awesome. The kids are loving it. Everybody's, and this is all travel, but you know, when it's mm -hmm. stuff that they love, it makes them a little more excited, which makes you a little more excited. And so, yeah, it was, yep. it was great. I feel great. Um, I'm ready to roll. Cause we got a lot to talk about today. Uh, we got the Colts being very smart, very shrewd in a late uh, latest mock draft from CBS trading up to take Anthony Richardson number one overall. Um, the Pac-12 looks more and more like he'd be potentially dying. Deion Sanders laid out a somewhat controversial blueprint for how he recruits players. The FanDuel Sportsbook app, which shout out the FanDuel Sportsbook app, promo code SNAPS when you sign up. FanDuel actually has early lines already, Aaron, for next season. I've already put in my first parlay of the 2023 oh. football season. Not to brag. Not to brag, okay? I'm ahead of the curve here. So I do want to look at maybe some future lines and see what interests you. Uh, Aaron, how are you feeling? You feeling good? You ready to roll? Ready to roll. Uh, I know you are excited about this Anthony Richardson thing, and I'm very disgusted by the entire thing. I, I, I know if it was more clickbait, and I'll let you introduce the whole segment if you want to, but like, hmm. is it clickbait? Is it is it to get views? The headlines? I don't get it. Like, it's it, the, the will will Aaron, Levis the makes more is sense made to for it to get views. Yes, exactly. Uh, yeah. Will Levis, yeah. yeah, this is true. Will Levis makes more sense to me at one than Anthony Richardson. I'll say that. Wow, a lot of uh, problematic implications there, Aaron. Uh, here's the deal. Here's the deal, Aaron. I agree with you. I saw Colts trading up to tank Anthony Richardson one overall, and. My initial thought was, wow, CBS, that's how you do mock draft season, okay? Get the people going. If nothing else, this AR-15 take is going to generate heat, right? But then being the um, 
pseudo-intellectual that I am, like I said, I started to really sit down. I started to really think about it. I said, okay, I want to parse through this. Let's critically think about this. Is there actual validity there? And suddenly, more and more, my eyes started to be open that this is a good idea. And it's not actually that crazy. In fact, it's one of those great takes where it both generates heat, but is built on a foundation of enough legitimacy as to warrant actual discussion. Um, Aaron, you seem very upset right now. Do you want me to give my points first, or do you want me to counter? Yeah, I would love, I love, love, love. I will, I will love, let love you counter. Your, your, yeah, I would love your expert opinion on why Anthony Richardson should go ahead of yes. these mm-hmm. other quarterbacks. Yes, please go. For okay, sure. uh, okay. First off, Aaron, uh, we know that more and more in the NFL, uh, dual threat quarterbacking is the name of the game, right? Um, the need for a quarterback to throw the ball is lessened year by year. The need for a quarterback to run the ball is increased year by year. Well, Anthony Richardson has the highest rushing grade of any quarterback in the SEC over the last two years. Um, you're like, oh, but his stats suck. Okay. Who did the Colts just hire to be their head coach? Shane Steichen, right? Who has he worked with in the past? Couple of quarterbacks who people doubted that have ended up being elite, right? Like Justin Herbert's stats kind of sucked coming out of college. Granted, they were a bit better than Anthony Richardson, but they were nothing to write home about. In fact, that was one of the big knocks on him going to the draft. Now everybody talks about him like he's a top five quarterback in the league. Uh, Jalen Hurts was viewed as a guy that couldn't throw the ball well enough to be in the NFL, could not play NFL quarterback. Now uh, you saw what Jalen Hurts did this last year. He looks like one of the best quarterbacks in the entire league. He also has experience with Phillip Rivers, that odd throwing style. So like already... And, and this is why I said for the Colts specifically to trade up, it makes sense, okay? Because Shane Steigen has a track record here of developing guys that maybe haven't looked like the best. And Aaron, um, there's also the school of thought that, look, you're always talking about Bryce Young, right? You're, you're always talking about how Bryce Young is number one. The only thing that concerns you is what? His size, okay? So there is a school of thought out there that when you're drafting this high, you, you, you want to put your thumb on the scale for guys who are true outliers, who are the physical freaks, the unicorns, whatever, the guys that cannot be physically recreated. And Anthony Richardson is just that. Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing him against LSU a couple of years ago throw a ball that basically touched the moon before it came back down from the 50 and dropped perfectly in the pocket for a touchdown. I saw him run for an 80-yard touchdown against LSU this last year. So, yeah, man, given, given the context of what Steichen has done in the past, Give him just the raw physical attributes of Anthony Richardson um, and, and his running ability and ever-changing NFL. Yes, Anthony Richardson should be the number one overall pick in the NFL draft. Good for you, T-Bob. I love you taking a stand for this right now. I'm not questioning his his freak, freaky, freak, I guess he's not like really a freak. I don't know about that, but he's a freak athlete uh, on the football field. Huh. He is superb. Like, yes, he's big, he's strong, he's physical. He can throw a ball a country mile. To me, the the, the issue that, that lies with drafting a kid at number one is there's a sense of urgency to play. When you draft a kid at one, you're giving him the keys to the car. You're saying this is your team, whether it is first game of the season, whether that is eight games in the first within the, that first season. It's not, hey, we're going to draft you. And we're going to put you on the bench for two or three years as you develop. The difference between him and Jalen Hurts, Jalen played three or four years in, in, in college football. He's, he had a ton of snaps. 
and he got better and better and better. Obviously, he took a massive step throwing the football in his last year at Oklahoma, which then parlayed him into where he is right now at Philadelphia. But he had a lot of reps. He saw a lot of defenses, played in multiple offenses, got a lot of the footwork done. Anthony Richardson is, is just, in my opinion, really, really green and needs to play a lot of football, needs to make mistakes, needs to go through the basics before he's ready to take that next step as a starting quarterback in the NFL with the pressures of being a first-round draft pick. So is Anthony Richardson good enough tool-wise to be the first pick in the draft? Yes. Is he, is he too raw for me to trust him in his first season or even I would say even second season as an NFL quarterback? Yes. And this comes back to the bigger problem. When you put that pressure on a quarterback and when the expectations are that high and they're going to be that high when you're the first pick in the draft and those expectations are not met within the first two years because he's not ready, you hurt your franchise, you hurt any potential he has, and it's all hell from there. I just, to me, Anthony Richardson would have been better two things. One, had he stayed at Florida for at least one more year, probably two years. I think he needed two more years. He just needs to play football. Uh, and he needs to go somewhere where if he does go to the NFL, which he decided to go to, he needs to go somewhere where he could sit for at least two years, playing the preseason games, playing mop-up duty, and then in two years take the reins when he's more ready to take on an NFL offense. This has nothing to do with his physical ability. This goes to the the being prepared to play on an a average to below average football team and take on that pressure when you've played little football in your life. Well, here's the deal. And I haven't played you're well. A, um, and I haven't played well. You're 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 a successful businessman, right? You would say? This makes sense, right? Eh, not bad. Okay. Yeah. No, you 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 do well. You have your hands in many different pies. You understand money and the levers that create and lose money and this idea that he should return for another year, I get the root of it, right? He should return for another year just to prove that he can actually play the position better. But actually, no, he should not. If you're already in conversations about getting drafted first overall, yes. what the yes. hell would you return for? What like what are you what are you what are you going back to college for? What do you have to prove? If I'm such an outlier that somebody's still gonna take me in the first 15 picks or in that first round, I I'm going to the NFL. And then I'm going to figure it out after that. And you say it's going to upset him. That's you don't the draft, and, and also, but here's the problem: you think that they're going to treat him like every other first overall pick is treated, right? Well, no, I don't think so. Um, in the same way that he is a unique case physically, it's a unique case for how I think you have to approach him because not only is he kind of inexperienced, like we talked about, but he's very young. So I'm doing like a. Joe Burrow Cincinnati thing where I'm basically building uh, 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 I'm having a built-in redshirt year for him. Now you say Burrow Cincinnati, what are you talking about? He ended up getting hurt that year. Actually, I think he played in like 11 games. It's not a great analogy. But my thing is, I say you draft Richardson first overall. Don't play him at all this first year. Be bad. And then go get your Jamar Chase, okay? Get, get whoever you need to team up there uh, with Anthony Richardson and 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 then in two years, uh, you're gonna win the Super Bowl. It's it's it's. I mean, it's throwing the ball. Like I'm I'm so tired of y'all acting like quarterbacks need to be able to throw the ball. It's just ridiculous. Okay, look at look at all the quarterback running that's going on nowadays. When when did we all become beholden? When did we become slaves to this idea that quarterbacks have to be able to throw the ball? 
look at the past quarterbacks that have won championships have all been guys that can throw the football. And 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 when's the last time Lamar Jackson won a won a, a Super Bowl? Jalen got wow. him there, but didn't win it. Like, yeah, it, I, it wasn't Jalen Hurts who lost that game. It was Philly's defense I, that got its ass kicked. Dude. I, I know, Hurts but suddenly there, he, he, when it comes to Super Bowls, Patrick Mahomes has two. He has zero, and obviously, to me, Patrick's the perfect. He's the middle ground because he's mobile enough to take off and run. Yet he's still a passer first. And I still believe the best quarterbacks in the NFL are pass first. I use my legs when I need them. I use my legs when things break down. I use my legs when it's, you know, a third and long situation. A team wants to play two man. There's no one there responsible for the quarterback. I know it. and I take off and get a first down. The Joe Burrows of the world can do that. Justin Herbert can do that. Um, uh, Patrick Mahomes can do that. Like those guys, those guys are passer first runner second mm-hmm. right now anthony richardson is runner first pass second so if you want to draft him and do play him as a rookie year and say kid just go be a runner go be an, an athlete you're building bad habits you're building you're, you're only you're only reassuring to him that hey you've always been the better athlete you've always been bigger and stronger and faster and can just always run and run and run just go do that and we'll figure out the passing along the way. That's not how it works. Like there needs to be some sort of finished product to work with to have that sort of balance. Because I tell you what, if you if you expect him to go out there and be Cam Newton and just run the football, and look what Cam Cam had Cam had a lot of success. Cam made it to Super Bowl two, didn't win it, but made it to Super Bowl. Talk about an NFL MVP because of his. But look at where Cam is now with it with the longevity of his career. Because of the style of football he played. I'm not, when you draft, Timo, when you draft a first pick in the draft, NFL quarterback, there is an expectation, as there should be, in a, in a, in a hope that we just drafted a guy that is going to be our starting quarterback for the next 10, at least 10 years, 10, 12, 15 years. That's what you want to do. Make it through three or four contracts. If I'm drafting a guy like Bryce, who I have concerns with because of his of his stature, or a guy like Anthony Richardson, who's just going to try to be a bulldozer as he tries to figure out how to throw the football, I don't feel good that that guy's going to be my quarterback in 10 years. You're trying oh. to build your foundation as a franchise, and your foundation is a quarterback. We all know it. It starts with the quarterback. And if you want to build long-term success, not just a quick flash here or there, you need a guy that can stay on the field. You need a guy that can stay healthy, and you need a guy that can throw the damn football. Well, I mean, look, uh, we don't. But okay, so that's a great part about Anthony Richardson, right? We don't actually know how well he can throw the ball because he's so young and so raw. Now we do know that he has elite arm talent, and you may say, "Well, that's great," but you can't teach accuracy. But no, you can. Go look at Joe Burrow's jump, twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen. Understand he was working with Jordan Palmer. Go look at uh, Josh Allen's jump. From college to the NFL, he was working with Jordan Palmer. It's all about your body mechanics, your base, your hips, everything. I mean, it's the entire body working in concert. It's what an elite athlete can mm-hmm. accomplish. But then, Richard, you were talking about, like, if you were a sculptor, yeah, granted, it's it's just a giant block at this point. But Anthony Richardson is the most goddamn beautiful Italian marble that you could hope to get your hands on, okay? And you're just going to chip, 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 and you're going to make it better and better and better. It's like the old family guy thing, right? I mean, a boat's a boat. But how long does he have? How long does he have? That's the problem, T-Bob. It's not – if you gave me 
In a How long does Josh world. Allen have? Answer the question. Josh has played a lot more football than he did. If you gave Everything me Josh wasn't the first pick. Josh was not the first overall pick in the NFL draft either. Yeah, but he should have been. Huh? Okay, right? hindsight 2020, like maybe yes. Let me just say, perfect world. If you would tell me if I'm the Colts and then the fan base and everyone involved would buy into give us three or four years to figure this out, then yes. Great. Do it. Take a chance. Yes. Take the, take the ultimate chance. Sit his butt on the bench for two years. Uh, I think Matt Ryan's coming back next year. I don't think he's retired. He's mulling it right now. Have a I veteran quarterback back, player for a couple of years. I would bring back Matt Let Ryan and Jeff Saturday and make Steichen and Richardson just work in a room for a year alone and lose as much as possible so to set yes. up Anthony Richardson for the after that. But do you do you think that's do you think that's possible? Like that that's the that's the that's the problem in this in this society. When 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 you look at okay, so let's look at the quarterback game drafted. We're the Colts. We move up to one. We take Anthony Richardson. Uh, someone else takes Bryce Young. Someone else takes. Uh, CJ Stroud, someone else takes Will Levis. We're in week five of the NFL season. Those three quarterbacks who all also got taken inside the top 10 are starting for their franchise. Yeah. Say two of them are having decent success. Bryce Young is mm -hmm. on pace to be rookie of the year. And you're sitting there as an Indianapolis Colts saying, well, we took a guy at number one overall. He's not playing, but Bryce Young's playing and he's going to be the rookie of the year. Why isn't our guy playing? You start feeling he, you're a you know, a, a, a two and six team, three and seven team mm -hmm. at that point, whatever it may be. You're like, fuck it. Let's play him. Let's do it. He goes out there. He's not ready. Falls on his fucking face. And all of a sudden now all the fans are saying, we screwed up. We should have drafted Bryce. We should have drafted him. We should. It sounds good right now to say we will wait. We will be patient. But as soon as you're seven games, 10 games into the season, and all these other quarterbacks are playing and a couple of them are having success and you force him into the starting lineup and he doesn't play well because he's not ready. Then all of a sudden you screw him, you screw the franchise. And all of a sudden you're talking about, is he good enough to be a starting quarterback year two? And was he a bust? That's so the problem. He is not ready not, and he's going to be put in a bad situation. You're not wrong. If you were talking about a fragile NFL fan base or a weak NFL owner, but the Indianapolis Colts are neither. Jim Mersey does whatever the hell Jim Mersey wants, for better or for worse. Dexy, one of the reasons why I kind of love him, right? So if he really believes in this idea, Jim Mersey will do it. And Colts fans are so passionate. And if you look on Colts Twitter, they're talking themselves into Anthony Richardson. They are so passionate that they would be willing for this project. And let's go back to Josh Allen, who is the ultimate comp for all these sort of guys, right? The potential overproduction guys that we tend to become enamored with. Um, the Bills one traded guy, up. One guy's done it. One guy's done it. Now he's like the, the like, oh, if Josh can do it, anyone can do it. Like, but we let's forget about every other quarterback that was ever drafted who was oh, not accurate oh, as a passer okay, and didn't have okay. success. Okay, then let's remember a couple who were. Let's remember a couple who were. How about okay, that? Go. Who was drafted number one overall when in the year that Josh Allen came out? Baker was it? Mayfield. He was pretty damn good, wasn't he? He was awesome until he wasn't.
He, he was good. also good out of college. He had all yeah. the stats, Heisman's all of it, and then he's 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 ended up not being good in the NFL. Well, Heisman quarterback like flirted. Suck. Let's just he be like flirted with being okay. Okay, who was the number three overall pick the year when Josh Allen came out? A guy who was very proven in college, accurate, California pedigree, Sam Darnold. Hmm, he's not very good. So if you're gonna tell me. Okay, do I want to draft somebody who's going to be a bust but a normal guy? Like, like I th- this idea that you're you're taking one draft class and now everyone's just like I, I just hate that. I just googled the Josh Allen draft class. I go year by year. Okay, let's go to the 2019 draft class. Here I'm just saying, everyone is now taking Josh Allen as like okay, we we'll, we'll take a chance because of that. Josh Allen is a rare case in the history of football. Josh Allen is the exception not what is going to happen. Okay? Whatever quarterback, uh, there's not been a lot of quarterbacks we've seen that have been a mid-50 completion percent quarterback in college turn into one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. That is rare. Yes, that but is rare. There have been a but there have been a ton of elite quarterbacks of course that have turned to shit. Of course there in have the been. NFL. Yeah, exactly. 100% there have been. Yes. It's all Every risk is risky, T-Bob. Don't make me have to yes. say it again, Dan. Now, yes. now you're getting it. Now you're getting it. Welcome <laughs> to drafting nihilism. Nobody knows anything. There are no best criteria. Don't give me that shit about hiring uh, the best person for the job because you don't know who the best person for the job is. Of Otherwise, course you don't. Josh you McDaniel don't. wouldn't get a job. Or, or Adam Gase when it continued to get head coaching jobs. So, yeah, I start to understand being tempted by the outlier nature of Anthony Richardson and just that incredible physical skill set, dude. Kyler Murray drafted number one overall in 2019. Pfft, sucks. Uh, Daniel Jones drafted six. Okay, Daniel Jones kind of another project guy. Get paid. That seemed to have Probably worked out a little bit. That's what I'm saying. Project guy, not good stats coming out of college. But they loved his raw tools. Look at him now. He just checked all yeah, those spots. It's, like, it's like your boy he, Will Levis. But he, could, but he could throw and run. He he had the tools, though. That's the difference. Why? Like he, he Why? Showed. Because Cutliff, he Cutliff told you that? No, because you could watch the film and see the kid can actually throw a football. And he could run. He could do both. It's more of than he just needs reps. But he has he has demonstrated a, a, a very high level of success throwing a football. And he's also demonstrated a very high success of being an athlete and running the football as well. The question was, could that translate to the NFL playing at Duke and playing in the ACC? It wasn't a question of, could he do those? It was, could he do it at that level? The question with Anthony Richardson is, will he ever get to be an accurate thrower? Will he ever get to be a 60% thrower? Yeah. So there is questions about his, his ability to do that. I'm not yeah, questioning his ability to throw Shane... a ball country mile. Go ahead. No, that was done. Or Shane who? Oh, sorry. I don't know. No, that I mean, you know, this fucking this this delay is gonna be the death of me. Um, that's where Shane Steichen comes in. Okay, he yeah. is your Michelangelo. Was he a sculptor? Who sculpted David? Michelangelo sculpted was David? definitely a sculptor. He okay, did. there you go. Yes, he's Michelangelo, and Anthony Richardson is that beautiful. Italian marble that they just floated mm. down to Florence or wherever to uh, to to try to craft into the next David. Uh, I, I I would much rather draft Anthony Richardson than Will Levis. Ten times out of ten, Bryce Young. Mm, 
It's a little closer. Where do you put CJ in this? Where do you put CJ? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe CJ Stroud and, and, and Bryce Young are above Anthony Richardson. But, uh, wow, so Bryce Young is now a shitty draft class? Do you think, dude? If I, if I had – if I this is not – I'll say this. This is not the year to need a quarterback. If, I, if, I'm, a, if I'm a franchise, I said on the show like two months ago, tank yeah. for Caleb. Tank for uh, Drake. I mean, those two dudes are significantly better than all four of the guys that are going to get drafted this year in the top 10, top 10 picks. You can't tell me that. Caleb would, Caleb would mop the floor with these guys. Drake would mop the floor with these guys. Hmm. Yeah, you're but probably it's a right. Maybe league. That's what I'm saying. You gotta, and you have to pick them. You have to pick them. You know, it's I funny. Mean, um, yeah, you, you, you remember the old ludicrous line? I want a lady in the streets, but a freak in the bed. During this mm-hmm. entire during this entire conversation, I realized with quarterback play, it's actually a bit of the opposite, right? Like Luda's saying, when we're in the privacy of our home or confined in our home, I want you to be freaky and weird, but when we're out. I want you to be a genteel lady at quarterback play. When you're in the confines of the pocket, I want you to be a disciplined lady that's doing all the right things. But when you get outside, that's when I want you to start getting a little freaky, be a little weird. I know Anthony Richardson is a freak. I just need to figure out, can he be that lady? And I think he can with the help of Shane Sykin. Okay. This is Shane's pretty woman moment. He's going to make a woman out of Anthony Richardson and uh, I'm going to be laughing at all of y'all when I'm proven right. Can't wait. Can we? I, I, if there's if there's a NFL um, rookie of the year odds out yet, I don't know when those pop out. But I, I, you know, I would love for you to put your money where your, where your mouth is and put somebody on. I Richardson say rookie of the year. I literally just laid out a two year plan where you hire you rehire Jeff Saturday no- and just have Shane Steichen work with Anthony Richardson for an entire offseason, an entire year in the shadows, and then you bust him out in two years, okay? Just wait, B-B and Anthony But that's Richardson the problem. Like, like that, to me, that, that's, that is the issue. And I, and I had this, I, had, I, I thought about this as when I was, God, when I was like 10, 10, 11 years old. I remember I went up to my dad and I, my, brother was, my brother was in the MLB. He just got drafted, and so he would see a personal trainer. So I, I was like, I want to go work out with my big brother. So I would start seeing the trainer with him. And, you know, I'm like feeling strong. I'm getting muscles. I get a little abs, you know, that quarterback defined this. And oh, wow. I remember I went back to him to my dad. And I said, hey, what do you think about me taking the year off of football and just working out, just training, huh. just working out, just working out, working on technique and lifting and yes. speed drills. I'll come back stronger and faster, stronger faster. My dad's like, you're an idiot. I love you, but you're an idiot. The only way you get better at your sport is by playing your sport. Yes. The only way Andrew Richard is going to get better at playing football is by playing football, not going and putting yes. him in some lab and running tests on him and tweaking this and that and this and that and that. He needs to play football. Yeah, that's what he practice is play. for, Aaron. That's what practice is no, for. That's what the preseason is for. Yeah, they only have two preseason in the game now, not four, only two, only two. There's two less chances for him to play in the preseason. Ryan Leaf 2.0. Well, that's just crazy. Ryan Leaf had incredible college stats. So that that that, that doesn't that doesn't Hopefully check is that out. Ryan Leaf off the field. Um no, no, no. Look, just uh, uh, we're gonna see. AR 15. 
number one overall. There's more legitimacy. And this is coming from the man in Aaron Murray who constantly uh, talks about how Bryce Young's size is such a hindrance to drafting him number one overall. So what is it, Aaron? One guy's too big. One guy's too small. C.J. Stroud. That's it. He's just right. C.J. Stroud. He's your Goldilocks quarterback in this draft. Okay. I mean, if I'm taking if I'm taking one in this class, I'm taking C.J. Stroud or or I'm going to wait to the second round, third round. I'm going to take Hendon Hooker. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm down for that, dude. I want the Saints to take Hendon Hooker sometime. Yeah. Um, all right, so uh, we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. But never forget, guys, throwing the ball overrated when it comes to quarterback play, especially nowadays. Uh, Brum wants us to get to Deion Sanders as uh, Deion was talking with the media the other day on the Rich Eisen show. And he was going through his blueprint for recruiting, right? And, of course, uh, right now in Buffalo, and it's a little less than two months, that Colorado class is up to number 21 in the 23 rankings, which is kind of crazy. The number four transfer portal class has brought in 44 new guys. And he goes on to talk about how they have a blueprint, right? He says, for quarterbacks, we want smart, tough, fast, disciplined care. Quarterbacks are different. We want mother, father, dual parents. We want that kid to be a 3.5 plus GPA. He's got to be smart. Can't make bad decisions off the field. He has to be a leader of men. There are so many attributes of what we look for. We would love a coach's son. That's what we look for in quarterbacks. And then interestingly, he gets an offensive defensive lineman. He says two completely different standards for the groups. For offensive linemen, Quote, uh, we look for dual parent homes and a strong father that they'd adhere to. They also need to be smart, have a 3-3 GPA or higher, be tough and physical. Defensive line, totally the opposite. Single mother on free lunch, and he's just trying to make it. He's trying to rescue mama. I want him to just go get it. We know what, and we go get it. Now, it's interesting because these are very um, – and I, and I don't want to be look. I don't want to be pigeonholed as like the if you can't handle the truth guy. But this is when you see those lines about dual parents and single parents. That is something that um, I think many people could construe as offensive, right? Because if I'm like a quarterback and I come from a single parent home, I'm reading that and I'm kind of like, what the fuck, man? Like what you know? Like I didn't do anything. Like I'm just out here trying to make it, and now you're gonna like ding me. Um, that said. I think that Dion is talking about the thoughts and evaluations that like they're, this is not pulled out of thin air. This is a lot of accepted kind of uh, football school of thought and analytics. And although it is not, um, I guess, I don't know. I guess I've, I've, I've kind of seen a lot of this even firsthand in terms of these archetypes who are most successful at these positions. And it's not to say that it's 100% of the time because there are absolutely exceptions to every rule. Yes. But what was your reaction to Dion um, uh, kind of laying it out this explicitly? My reaction to Dion was, Dion, you're not at Alabama. You're not at Georgia. You're not at USC. You take every damn player you can get that has a four star next to his name. I don't care if he has one parent, two parents, mom and our brother and sister raised him, was in an orphanage. If he can play football and he's pretty damn good, you are not in a position to be picky. If you get to be the big boys and you're winning championships and everyone under the sun wants, like, yes, he's done a good job recruiting, but he's still not a top five recruiter. He's still not recruiting four and five star guys left and right in, in a top five, top 10 class. Like he's working his way there. 
you are not right now in a position to sit down and say, you know what? You're a four-star kid, but you don't meet my criteria. I'd rather take this three-star kid. Maybe not as athletic, maybe not as big, mm. but he comes from this. And this is my main criteria. No, 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 no. Yeah, you take ball players right now. And when you get to a level where you have so many kids wanting to go to Colorado or if you take another job somewhere else and you have between two guys, then that's when maybe that criteria can come into play. I got two quarterbacks. I'm looking at them. I love both of them. They're both 6'3", 210, can run, can throw. I don't really know which one I want to offer. This kid has two parents, 3.5 GPA. This kid doesn't. Had some issues in the classroom. I'm going to go with the kid that, that you know, number, you know, my, my, my plan A. Here you go. Here's your offer. Then you can do that. But right now, once again, Dion, you need athletes. We were laughing our asses off, T-Bob and I, when we, we, we saw the video of the first team meeting with Colorado. And we, yeah, we're was, used to seeing that. SEC it locker rooms. We're used to yeah. seeing SEC. And you looked at that, that, that group of young men, and you're like, there's no way that team is ready to compete. No. So it sounds good in theory, but three, four years on the line, when you're winning 10 games and you have a top five class every year, you can start getting a little bit picky with who you want to get. So uh, now to be clear, like we don't know, like I, I don't, can I in jump my in opinion, here? Yeah, yeah. What you got? Aaron, that was sure. a spectacular take. Thank you. Uh, now, okay, okay. I loved it. And t- I thought, I think that, I think that's like the most interesting thing I've heard on this subject of like, hey, Dion, beggars can't be choosers. Like well, 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 but, 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 but here, but here's my counterpoint though. Dion ain't begging. Like Dion's getting who he wants to get. Oh yeah. And Dion never told you he's saying no to the five star. I think it's more of the situation that you brought up where if two guys are relatively equal, they're going to use these kind yeah. of fringe elements to be like, okay, where do we throw our lot in? And look, that's the ugly part about this shit. And regardless if it's honest or not, like that's the part that I hate is that you could have two quarterbacks that are viewed as being relatively equal. And yet one of them will get an opportunity that the other does not simply because they were dealt a better uh, card of yeah. hands for, for life. Right. But let's not, okay. Like let's not be dumb. Dion's not taking the three star um, guy from the, the middle class over like some five-star quarterback athlete, like, like, like what that, that maybe came from a, a harder upbringing. Like, yeah. no, no, no. He's not saying that he's just talking about the kind of parameters from which they try to um, solve some of these tough decisions. But also, yeah, I, I don't know that I don't I, like, I don't know that I agree that Dion is, is begging who said it in the chat. Uh, I have to go back and find it. Uh, Slip is dead said Dion can say what he wants and players are going to come. I mean, I agree with that. Yeah, I think, I think, I think Dion's going to get who he wants. But he's so, still not recruiting no. a top five class. He's not. It's it's not top five. It's not top ten. It's not top fifteen. It's top twenty five, which is great. Graded it's on awesome. a curve, it is, in my opinion. Graded on a curve, yes. doing what he did but, in Colorado. He needs, he needs two or three class. of those classes. He needs two or three of those classes before we start feeling really good about the direction of Colorado. Because right now. Let's be honest, those five-star kids or four-star kids, wherever he got to come to Colorado, they're used to winning. They're used to playing elite football. If you go to Colorado year one and say NIL, because Dion's, you know, he said it, like, I'll, 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 we'll find money for you, but we'll really see what kind of money comes into your, to Colorado when it comes to NIL opportunities for these kids. You go to Colorado year one, 
you're not making a lot of NIL money. You're four and eight. Because, I mean, let's be realistic. Like, this is still a team that is, has a lot of growth to, to happen. Like, they're going to be fighting to make a bowl game. Those kids can easily just pick up and leave and go somewhere else and just say, you know what? It was cool. I had fun. The Dion effect was great for a year, but I want to go get paid. I want to go to Alabama. I want to go get money. I want to go win championships. I want to go play in the SEC. They just got Texas and Oklahoma. Like, it's a pretty badass conference. So until you have three or four years of successful recruiting and you build up that base on your football team, you are not in a position, in my belief, to be as nitpicky as what he seems to be. Once again, like I get, get yes, if you're right. I don't think he's, yeah. If you know two kids are ready to commit to you today and you're pick, picking between the two, then yes, you can go to the finer details. But that that is, I, I just don't know if they're there yet though. Uh Here's the deal with Colorado, though, bro. Uh, I mean, it's very soon going to be a very attractive place to go play. It's in a state whose economy is so robust that I know, I don't know if this is still the case, but I know like a few years ago after they legalized marijuana that they actually had to give money back to their taxpayers because the, the the tax revenues collected off of weed sales were were so impactful. You're talking about one They're of They're also in a conference that's about to die. Well, but here in the short term, that does not work against Dion. It makes the road to the playoff and getting on that elite stage that much easier, right? Sure, he's going to, I mean, but no, he's not even going to have to overcome USC. He's going to have to overcome o o Oregon. Certainly Washington looks like they're ready to be relevant yeah. and consistent again. But I mean, when did Dion take over Jackson State? 2020, right? I believe. Yeah. Um, right. He went there in 2020. So 2019. Jack State was four and eight, then four and three, then eleven and two, then twelve and one. Uh, only losing. The big difference, though, T-Bot, is game of the you get some four and five stars at Jackson State. That is a major jump to competition. You get a couple four or five stars to Colorado. That's no different than what Oregon has already been doing. What Washington's already been doing. There isn't like a major talent gap that you saw at Jackson State because you brought in five five stars or five four stars. Let's see. Where are these two four seven team rankings? Um, because I would be, I mean, I get what you're saying, uh, but I would, so Oregon finished eighth here, right? And Colorado, where are they? Okay. Colorado's on 30 at two, four, seven. I would feel a bit on notice if I was a PAC 12 team and I watched Dion put together, you know, arguably a top 25 class in the fourth best transfer portal ranking coming off of a one in 11 season in a place that people do not traditionally think about football. Like, I think that the level of excitement that he brings, especially in the NIL era, if turnaround starts to happen this year, NIL investment, like I said, a thriving economy, I think NIL investment will follow. Like, I think you'll be able to go to Colorado and get paid like you would at some of these other schools. So I'm, I am incredibly I bullish I, I, on Dion uh, long-term here in the Pac-12. I am too. Like I'm very bullish on Dion. I think Dion, you know, I've been high on Dion. I, I love the hire. Yeah. I think it's great. I just don't think he should be so picky with his recruits. I'm more concerned long term with you talk about the 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 appeal of Colorado. The Pac-12 is their 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 lifeline. Almost it seems like right now is Apple TV. But they're like, locked into Ted the playoffs. That's there. the thing. They're locked into the playoff though. Like they're not losing that but automatic 13, bid anytime. Too. 12, 12 games out. Twelve games. You could be on Apple TV. You have to tell mom and dad to go buy a subscription to Apple TV so they can watch their son play football. 
JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics, UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics and IL deals, JLab joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to find your kind of tech. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Superchargers, headlights, and more. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Aaron, did you already know? I am the proud owner of not one, but two murdered out minivans black on black on black you know we just had the second kid so we need a little bit something bigger to get the kids and the dogs around t-bob so you gotta sell me a little bit more bro i'm telling you dude they're incredible i mean the 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 amount of room that you have for activities will blow your mind you've never experienced anything like it plus you've never felt the true joy that comes from ultimate convenience until you have sliding doors with kids in a busy parking lot Okay. Like you never bump any other cars. They're amazing. There's like ways to open the door and the keys. It's like, I can open my doors in 18 different ways and they slide. The only thing that feels better is not paying a car note. How do you not pay a car note? You extend the life of your vehicle. And that's where eBay Motors comes into play. Yeah. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED lights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay guaranteed fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, look, guys, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. I mean, come on, guys. What's not to love? Well, the parts you need at the prices you want, it's so easy to bring home that win. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
Bet the NBA on TNT with a no-sweat same-game parlay from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Uh, it doesn't matter. You're new to FanDuel? Do you already have an account? Every Thursday night, you get bonus bets back if your same-game parlay doesn't hit. NBA same-game parlays are perfect way to combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday. So build your own or choose from one of the popular same-game parlays already made for you right there in the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Like, it is really that easy. You go on the FanDuel Sportsbook app, there's an NBA on TNT Flipper. You click that. Uh, you can build your own. Or like for tonight, I'm going to be lazy. I'm just going to click popular and then just do that. Okay? So if you want to play basketball, 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 basket, you can play the NBA TNT every Thursday night with a no-sweat same-game parlay. Said to FanDuel.com slash snaps. That's FanDuel.com slash snaps. Download FanDuel today to get in on the action. If you're in Massachusetts, get ready because FanDuel's coming soon. Make sure to check out FanDuel.com slash Mass and take advantage of the great pre-live offers. And let's make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Yes, well, so that's actually another conversation that I kind of want to get into here where you know, the continued outflanking of the Big 12 or of the Pac-12 by the Big 12 should be studied in military textbooks, yeah. right? Where the Big 12, yes. instead of trying to maximize, they they got more than they had, but not maybe as much as they could, but they secured their future, right? They kind of fortified their defenses, yep. whereas the Pac-12 got a little greedy, a little overextended, and next thing you know, they're kind of left mm. in between the two cities in a bit of no man's land and, and with nobody really coming to rescue them. If you don't know what we're talking about, um, the Apple TV is kind of the latest rumored partner with uh the 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 pac-12 and this is fascinating but but to me the most fascinating part about all of that issue is that when you start reading about that what you realize is that streaming numbers like remember how we all thought that streaming was going to take over for traditional television and it felt like it absolutely was and it was doing it for a while well we all kind of discounted just how much people love live sports and live sports. They're still just able to easily watch on the networks that they are used to watching them on. Right. It Mm -hmm. it is almost single. Like uh, I read that out of the past uh, 75 of the top 100 uh, rated broadcasts on all of television last year were NFL games. Right. So a lot of analysts thought this was going to be a bubble, right. That, That eventually sports on TV would crash and streaming would take over, but sports on TV aired thriving currently and the advertising behind the sports on tv are higher than they've ever been like the amount of money that you can make is is higher than it's ever been and so it's this weird thing where i don't think a lot of people saw this coming but streaming is it's 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 not dead netflix made a six billion dollar profit last year it's young still struggling it is struggling it is young and it's young and it's young yes eventually i do think the transition happens sometime right but but i don't know what it looks like right because even something like hulu tv like hulu live it feels more like almost traditional tv here's the bottom line last it is to me it's like traditional tv but i can watch it on my ipad i can watch it on my phone if i want to yeah um, but yes. but I, I I guess as 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 we started to as I started to read about this, my jaw was just kind of slack. Me and Brum were going before the show. Um, Peacock lost NBC lost two point five billion dollars on the Peacock network. Paramount Plus lost one point eight billion dollars on um, that streaming service. HBO Max 
lost $1.8 billion. Disney lost $4 billion on Disney Plus and Hulu. And Aaron, this is with 162 million subscribers paying $11 a month. That's $22 billion alone. And yet Disney spent $33 billion estimated on production in 2022, which just blows my blows my mind. How in the yeah. world do you spend? But what you're seeing is all this means is that there aren't that many buyers out there. ESPN and Disney are already overextended. They're pulling back. Fox has actually been a big winner in all this because they kind of struck with traditional TV and it's paying huge dividends for them now. They've gained college football market share, et cetera. But, but they're also, you know, they're kind of good on the college football front. They reinvested where they want to. They have no desire um, to get the Pac-12, at least not at some crazy price now when nobody else is driving it up. And so not only, like, like streaming is, as an entire industry, it's still questionable as to what the actual value of streaming is. And now that's the only place that's looking to pick up the Pac-12. But, but here's where it gets interesting is I do wonder – how long does it take for the Pac-12 to actually die then or will die? Because they feel very dead. But as I said, they're going to still have that automatic bid and they would have that automatic bid for the foreseeable future, right? Yeah, they're going to have it. They're a Power 5 conference. Um, they don't seem very powerful is the problem. I, it's just, to me, if I'm Oregon or Washington, and I think they're they're the last two. Like if they if there's some kind of shakeup at the top and, I, and, and we've seen this, this, alliance between conferences or allegiance to your your conference then it's about it's about dollars it's all it is it's about dollars and if 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 they come back and say hey guys we are going to go with apple tv and this is what you're going to get each year while the sec and big 10 are getting 50 million dollars a year while the big 12 is getting i don't know mid 30s or whatever it is and you're going to get way down here for revenue if i'm the big boys i'm going to say you know what that playoff sounds great but that additional $30 million a year sounds even better. And I'd rather take my chances in an expanded playoff, getting in without a, maybe an automatic bid, but still having a chance to get in while also putting $30 more million in my pocket every year from TV revenue. Yeah. No, l- let's be clear. When I say it's beneficial to Dion, I mean in the short term. In the long term, yeah. this is bad for the whole Pac-12. It's why Oregon and Washington bad, and others bad, are going bad. to have to leave. Because eventually that money gap will just make things worse and worse and worse. And eventually you just die slow, protracted economic death. Do you have to go do your radio because show when, in three minutes? Because when NIL hits, let's let's go back real quick. Oh, yeah. Why NIL works for a lot of these, these, these universities, these big-time universities, especially in the SEC, is because you can essentially tell a booster, we're making plenty of money. And yes, we will still take your donations, but we're making $50 million from TV revenue. That can offset what we're losing from a handful of our donors. We would rather you take that money and throw it to NIL. But if I'm Colorado or these other schools that are $30 million below, and I still have to create good facilities for these kids, I need that money for boosters. So now you are competing in the NIL front. You are competing with collectives to drive in that money because you're not getting that extra revenue as much as the big boys. Like this is all big issues for the Pac-12 with NIL, with facilities, with money that ain't going away anytime soon. So yes, it's going to be, you can't, once again, this goes back to the being picky with Dion. Beggars can't be choosers in this situation Ah, when you kind of look at what your conference and the direction it's going. But what Pac-12 coach is better suited to working from an economic disadvantage than Dion? 
as uh, the amount of investment that he built up at Jackson State is shocking from what it was to where he left it, right? Oh, yeah. And so yeah. the potential is there to pull off something similar in Colorado, at least uh, in the short term. What? Difference is. Wait, do you have to do your radio show real quick? The, do you have to do your radio show? No, I don't. I don't. Not today. Okay, okay, okay. okay cool. um, All right, cool. The difference is the narrative is different, T-Bob. You could go to a Walmart and you can talk about the cause. This is an HBCU. They have had no national recognition. They have they don't have the resources. The entire HBU, HBCU needs resources. We need they need more funding. They need this. They need that. And you can sell that story. You're in the big boy league. You're in a power five conference. You're at Colorado. That's a different narrative. Walmart doesn't want to help Colorado. Walmart's fine helping an HBCU because it looks good for them supporting. Yeah, an HBCU. but they got a lot of rich boosters out of Colorado. I mean, somebody pointed out in the chat earlier he sold out a Colorado basketball game simply because him and the staff were going to be there. Yeah, you got a lot of people right that have a lot of yeah. money that would love nothing more than for their football team to be relevant. And if there's one thing I've learned interacting with college football boosters is that these these dudes have way too much money and they tie so much of themselves up in like if when you have everything, what is everything eventually become? like when you when you when you are freed from monetary concern and you no longer are worried about food on the table, paying for this, paying for that, what do you care about? You care about bragging rights. You care about pride. Well, okay. Uh, if you have someone who can bring you both of those, you're going to start investing in that. So it's like, I the narrative is different. I definitely understand what you're saying. But I could also argue that the narrative is the same or the same in way, just that the money is going to be more so, right? In terms of, yeah, Colorado started from a way better place than he was at Jackson State. And it's not exactly like, you know, it's like help Jackson State. Like they need help. The, the, our institutions are being ignored. Like it's not that at Colorado, no. but I still think that he can have a significant impact on increasing uh, no. economic investment. They, they are in a better situation now than, and I'm not being a Debbie Downer on Dion. I think Dion, to me, I, I wanted Dion to go to Auburn. I thought Auburn would have been in a better situation with Dion. Mm -hmm. Dion is is what I want as a head coach. Not Auburn and Hugh Freeze are perfect. Uh, Auburn yeah, and Hugh Freeze are perfect. For I do want to go to the chat real quick, though, because I do. Yeah, let's get to the super a, chat. A, a Cody, super Tony chat. Wilson. We have a super chat. Yeah, Cody, Tony Wilson. Aaron, would you ever consider being QB coach at UGA? Yes, I would consider it. I would love it. Would love that big fat paycheck, too. Uh, but my wife would absolutely hate it. And, so uh, you would not I actually love, love it, though. Love You're kids. lying. You would not actually love it. No. You have no desire to no. actually be a college football coach. You just want the money. No, 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 Fair? no. I, I would love to be a coach. I would, no, 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 no. The money's nice. The money is what gets you through those 11 o'clock meetings at night. But from the 6 to 10 o'clock is like, I love this. But then that 10 to midnight is like, well, I'm getting paid a nice big fat paycheck. So I'll stay up for a couple more hours and grind through more tape. Uh, see, I don't even think it's worth the money, dude. Like, I I don't I don't live to work. I work to live, right? Like, I I, I love enjoy this. You know, I, I would, would probably, enjoy. I would probably do this. I would enjoy elements of it, but not enough of it, dude. It's it's it, you're just too goddamn busy, and you're only getting busy. If I was, if I was, if I was someone who I was like, you know what? I never want to get married. I never want to have kids. Yeah, yeah, yes, and okay, yes. exactly. I would yeah. coach. I, I would coach. <laughs> 
if I was someone with a crippling obsession, if I was someone with a crippling obsession that wanted to live the life of a of a of a of, of just a pure like a football monk, then yes, I would I would go coach football, right? But I want free time yes. to see friends and family and travel and you know watch a little television at night and maybe play play a little Hogwarts T-Bob, Legacy. Just, you ain't about that. You ain't about. T-Bob, T-Bob ain't about getting to that tape. That's the problem. You know, I love watching the tape. You know, I love watching the tape. Uh, I have no problem watching the tape. I love watching the tape. I, and actually, this year was so awesome because finally, for the first time in my professional career, thanks to Snaps, I had, like, time in between shows where I could actually justify being like, hey, I got to sit down and watch this film, right? But I um, no, what I'm not about is everything else. I'm not about any yeah. job that requires me to be there 10 to 12 hours a day. I'm not about um, getting on my knees for 16 and 17 year olds, especially in the age of NIL. I'm not, I'm not about having to manage feelings because I'm worried about guys hitting the transfer portal. Uh, no, these are all things that I am not about. And I'm not about like never seeing my family or kids or anything because I'm just busy mm-hmm. 24 seven. So no, you're, I think you're doing a little stolen valor thing here where you're trying to pretend to be like a hardcore gritty football guy that like wants to coach football. You don't actually want to coach football. You may want to coach in the NFL. I'll give you that. I too would be attracted to the idea of coaching in the Uh, NFL because it's like all the BS is removed long days. But like, I always like how Sean Payton talked about it where he'd be like, look, we treat it like a submarine during the season. You're going to be here, but I'm going to give you a full off season. Like you're gonna be able to hang out with your family, you're gonna be able to golf, you're gonna be able to do all these things you want to do in the offseason. Like, I would love to coach in the NFL, don't get me wrong, but you just don't go to the league. You gotta start in college, and that life ain't for me. And I think you're a liar if you're saying it's for you, dude. Liar. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Fun though. We'll I see. uh we'll see. I mean we, we, we will see. Kirby, Is that my, are you reporting Kirby, something? Kirby, Kirby, Kirby. Kirby, send me send me that contract, and I'll have we'll have a discussion. Where are we at with uh, you and uh, Stetson? Is Stetson still getting a statue? How do we feel about our guy? Well, no, we'll have to say that for another show. Oh wow! Oh man, man, the fall happens fast, doesn't it, dude? Um, let's see. BB says T Bob. So if Brian Kelly calls you, pick up the phone. No, no, no. Look, you you pick up the phone, and ha. Okay, to your point. If all of a sudden it's like, hey, you want 500K to coach offensive line? I'm I'm gonna have to really think about that. Like, I I get what you're saying. I I, I do understand what you're saying. Yeah. My point is that shit don't happen. You have to go put in all those hours and all that work, but go do it at like I don't know Northwestern State, then Arkansas State, then maybe or you got to go be a GA at Georgia and not get paid. Like, yeah. So if it's a fantasy world, you're gonna get bumped up to a cushy job. Sure, maybe. And also, it, you but, have to live with the idea that you're literally moving. Every two to three years. All the oh, my God. And One like of my the- my roommate, my roommate, Chris Robinson. Hell yeah. Coach. Shout out to Rob. Uh, hey, excuse yeah, me. Rob. My high school teammate before your roommate. Thank you very much. Okay. Ah, yeah. But T-Rob yeah, was at Georgia, Mississippi State, then went with Mullen to Florida, yeah. then went to Auburn. Yeah. They get fired, whole staff, and now is at Baylor. He's been at five schools in Making great years, money. Eight years. Making great money. Too. Making great money. He's making tons of money. He's probably around that half a million dollar range. Yeah. Five, five locations in seven years. Yeah. Does he have a family yet? You know? 
uh, he's a wife. Okay. That's it. Two okay. dogs. His new right. puppy. New little little chocolate app. Oh, that's sweet. That's really sweet. His dad used to coach us too. Hey, Aaron, I put together my first parlay of the 2023 season. FanDuel oh, yeah. right now has early lines at, out. And, um, okay, so I went with a week zero and week one three-teamer here. I got Colorado plus 17 and a half. At TCU. Woo! I well, got I like Notre that. Dame minus 17 and a half in Ireland. I mean, if the fucking Catholic Irish can't get it done in Ireland, the fighting Irish can't get it done in Ireland, what are we even doing anymore? And then I've got LSU plus one in Orlando versus Florida State. I love the, ooh, the, ooh, the ooh, I ooh. love the rhythm here. Um ha, come on, son. You 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 can't think you can't really be a Mike Norvell believer. Dude. Get the fuck I mean, get out of here. No, Deion Sa- Mike Norvell is sitting on Deion Sanders' egg. Okay, he is holding the nest down for Deion Sanders until he comes and takes his job. Um, I just love the fact that mm-hmm. I have minus seventeen and a half, plus seventeen and a half, and then a pick them. It all it, it feels right. Pays out five to one. It sucks that you're gonna have such a Look, great no. parlay, and it's just gonna come to an absolute end by some blocked extra point. In Orlando on a on a Sunday night game between LSU and Florida State, it's just that's unfortunate. I would take that one off the board. You probably already placed the bet, so it's too late. I already put Um, the money in. Yeah, it's too late. Florida State's gonna win the ACC next year. They're gonna go eleven and one, and start off with a big, big national win versus LSU to get things going. Have you been hanging out with Danny Cannell? What's going on? (laughs) You been hanging out with DK? I don't explain where the, I explain where this is coming from. Okay, how about this? Looking forward, um, because because look, picking week zero and week one lines, I feel like it's pretty stupid. Like you want to look for like value later in the year, like teams that are maybe especially when there's a transfer portal that's going to open up again at the end of spring, and both rosters could be completely different. Come, yeah, no, know, I mean, what are you a coward? Dude? The Who cares? Camp? Nobody that comes in summer ever has any. Yeah, I like. Impact. Sorry, I like to. I if like to know what I'm going to spend bro, my money on. If you transfer after spring, you're relevant. How about this? Well, Off the bat, here she was. One of LSU's star receivers just got arrested. Probably no, 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 no. Charge dismissed. Game. Charge dismissed. It was oh, a they? misdemeanor gun charge. Okay. Dismissed thanks to lack of any criminal record previously, and uh, you know he's enrolled in college. Police said, not a big deal. You just got to forfeit the gun and you're good to go. Can we talk about these kids carrying guns on guns? Like college athletes Here's the deal, though. I I can feel Brum like, no, let's not talk about it. All I'm going to say is I know a ton of people that carry guns. And I think a bit ironically, the people that I know that carry guns are the ones who are like, why is he carrying a gun? Uh, So, like, no, I... I will never judge a person for carrying a gun because the bottom line, it is in our culture to carry guns, legal or illegal. Everybody grows up around it. And we all do what we grow up around. Look, B2B Visor says he's packing right now. Okay, so I I mean, look, I'm not a gun guy. I don't even own a gun for home protection because I think the potential for some sort of accident around the house is far greater than what I would need it for protection. I sleep with a baseball bat besides my bed. You come to my house, you get your ass fucking cracked walking dead style okay but uh but but no i'm not gonna judge anyone for carrying guns if you do something awful like um darius did from alabama and, or uh, if you commit murder i don't know yeah, I, don't know. I, don't know. I don't know i don't know 
Um, that whole Alabama case is just uh, why, uh, that's a whole whole another time. Sorry, Brown. We won't. So, we're, so we're doing a show tomorrow, go. or what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, we're doing a show. Tomorrow. We're talking about another time, another place. I don't. That's like another. I will. I, I don't think I got to go pick up. I got to go pick up Little Man from daycare. So there's legal whatever. Um, here's a couple of bets that I think have value. UGA minus seven and a half at Tennessee right now feels damn good. Like by the time that game is played, I got to, by the time that game is played, Aaron, you're going to tell me that you don't think UGA is going to be favored by more than seven and a half. That's my question. Yeah, no, I agree. Yes. Okay. What about LSU? I don't know. It's at Neelan. Yeah. So what? So what? Yeah. Yeah. You know, who's going to be Neelan? Tennessee. Okay. They're going to be on their knees after George is done with them. Uh, what about LSU plus nine and a half at Bama? Think that number will oh, be closer I, by game time? Yeah, I you take taking right Bama? I may, I may put something on that one right now. Oh, there we, go. LSU, there we go. I may take LSU money line on that one. Okay, that's what I'm saying, boys. Um, Georgia minus 17 and a half at Florida uh, against Florida. I don't think there's much to be said there. Texas minus five and a half versus Oklahoma. Is that too small given the 49 to nothing murdering? In last year's Texas Oklahoma game, no. Oklahoma's um, going to be the surprise of the Big Twelve. Okay, USC minus three at Notre Dame. Can't believe West minus three at Notre Dame. Yeah, I don't know. Wins the game. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. We'll see. But if you want to go gamble on FanDuel, FanDuel.com slash Sportsbook. Use the promo code SNAPS for great sign-up deals. And you, too, can go place bets on week 11 of the 2023 college football season. Way too early bets, much greater than way too early mock drafts. Uh, All right. I think it's going to do it for today's show. Brum, do we hit on? Are we hit on everything yet? Yeah, we're good to go. Uh, we still will get to uh, Disney princesses and coaches when we get back to our regularly scheduled programming. It's a bit of a weird week, uh, but vacations are done for now. Hey, look, if you're listening uh, on podcasts, we love you. Please rate and review the show. It's a great way to help kind of grow the show. If you are watching on YouTube.com slash the volume, we thank you. Hit the like button, sub to the channel. And, uh, yeah, if you want to help us out, all those ways help. Or, like I said, sign up for FanDuel using the promo code SNAPS. They're all great metrics to which to please our bosses. Aaron, you have a great day. Huge thank you to Aaron Murray. Huge thank you to Paul Farrington, Pat Gunner, Ryan Brumley, Danny Carnes, Adam Gracia. We love you. And we will see you Monday on a new snaps. Are we doing Monday? Are we doing one tomorrow? Monday, doing, baby. Are we, are we Monday. Monday. Okay. Monday. Monday. Back on Monday. We love you all. Everybody have a great weekend. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. 
And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Turns out, a delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything they make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived and other thoughtfully chosen ingredients, their cleaning products smell like a dream and work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. Goodness, there's no better feeling than that. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Visit mrsmyers.com today.